Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to... But it was aliens. The extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we take it in turns to probe our little probers out, hopefully for your listening pleasure. I'm the host of this week's episode, Kevin the Grey, and alongside me, as always, is Granville Moonwalker, the mooning Mooney of Monte Carlo. Is it a full moon tonight? It can be. <laughs> when I shake my big tush on the catwalk. Do, 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 do. Yes, I'm still doing that. <laughs> Today, my plan is to break you in gently, Granville, before absolutely rocking your world. So here we go. Gently does it. In 2015, Dutch photographer Harry Purton was taking photos in the sky when he saw a brief flash. What kind of flash? You're about to find out. Someone flashing. Not a person who was taking pictures of the sky. Yeah, but someone might... Up high in the sky. There ain't no one floating up there. (laughs) Or is there? Hot air balloon. Harry assumed that it must be lightning, but when he got home and checked out the photos, he saw this. If you'd like to check out this photo, Mr. Moonwalker. Ooh. That, so I have a picture of the sky and what looks like a jellyfish falling from the sky, essentially. Green jellyfish. Um, can I zoom in on that? Nope. No, I can't. Damn it. <laughs> you can always look at it in your own time. No, I want to zoom now. Oh, there we go. Ooh. So something is falling and there is a green flash around it. Looks like it could be a, I want to say a satellite, but I don't know if it would glow green. Yeah, it doesn't look like a satellite to me. I feel jellyfish or portal Yeah. would be more accurate descriptions. I agree. I'm going jellyfish. It's a jellyfish. Jellyfish. So what you <laughs> what you've been looking at there, I'm going to swiftly name the jellyfish sky people. A complaint we often have on this show is that if something has happened recently, why haven't people filmed it with their smartphones? Check this out, son. I am dropping all my balls on your desk here for you to assess. No putting them in jars. Bam. Mm-mm-mm. Let's have a look. On the catwalk. Ah, I'm not accepting your cookies. Get your cookies. I love cookies. Out of my face. Give me the cookies. Cookies! Ooh. Reddit user shares moment they spot mysterious cloud. Okay, so I'm watching a video and at the moment all I see is someone pointing at the sky. Nothing really happening, although there is a weird... Uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) what what the hell is that moonwalker is looking mesmerized it's like a morphing cloud in the sky that's insane okay this thing has gone from i'm gonna say it a disc shape into a free falling cloud and it just keeps changing shape So I've taken a couple of stills from the video, but basically it's almost like a cloud, except that it's more translucent, yet has weird lights in it and moves in a way I've never seen a cloud move before. You need to see this thing in motion. Oh, that is so... Oh, I didn't notice the lights, but the way that was changing shape, 
I just thought it was a cloud and I was just waiting for something to appear on the screen and then all of a sudden it just started moving. Yeah, bonkers, isn't it? I can't even say it's a plastic bag. It's too big, isn't it? It's far too big. And the way it moves is... At one moment, it looked like it duplicated itself Mm -hmm. and then went back in. And it's the way it swirls, isn't it? It's like it's metamorphosizing and sort of trying to cloak into the clouds around it. Yeah. Can... I was about to say, if a cloud can do that, I'm pretty sure we would have seen that by now. I've never seen a cloud do that. That's what I mean. Oh, that is weird. Oh, son, I'm in. I'm not going to lie. I started this investigation one night laying in bed. I thought to myself, I wonder if skyfish are a thing. So I typed it into Google, and here we are. (laughs) An absolute can of worms has been opened up. You have no idea how many of these things have been sighted. They've been seen flying over people's houses, caught on camera flying over World Cup matches, floating around out to sea. They are everywhere, from China to Europe to gosh damn outer space, and have been for a long time, yet nobody is speaking about them. Apparently, their official name is Atmospheric Jellyfish, or there's a similar classification, just a little less jelly called rods so yeah jellyfish sky people i mean this this is alien i could literally show you hundreds of photos but that doesn't make for great audio so i'm just going to focus on just a couple mooney here's a photo of a well-known jellyfish seen i believe in denmark though i did see one report of it being in norway in 1974 This photo wasn't released to the public until 1979, five years later. The one I'm going to show you next is known as the first known jellyfish photo, despite having occurred later than this one from Norway or Denmark due to that delay in it being released. Anyway, the Norwegian or Danish military actually investigated this one and the outcome of that investigation is not known. So this one in 1964 literally just looks like a jellyfish has been put in the sky. Norway, Denmark, 1974, this one. Yeah, that's incredible. I want to see one now. Again, it's got that that cloaking stuff around it, but it's like it hasn't fully worked on this one. You can see the outline of a ship almost above it. Like a jellyfish body. Yeah, yeah, like an oval, almost metallic body that's being overcome by a cloud trying to mask it. It's like if you were an alien ship and you were going to spy... You would use clouds. It's like the perfect disguise. But this one hasn't worked, like you just said. (laughs) Early prototype. Either that or it's in its transition. Yeah, I wonder whether they cloak from the sky to clouds. And this is kind of one of those days where it's a bit of both. Are you looking for one now? Yep. (laughs) He started looking out the window. I'm going to keep my eye out for these things now. The first known modern sighting was actually seen by hundreds of people in Petrozavodsk, Russia, on the 20th of September 1977. Apologies for the pronunciation. A bright light suddenly appeared amongst the clouds at 4.05 in the morning. This star descended in a spiral pattern towards the ground, gradually slowing down as it began to resemble a ball of fire. 
The craft was accompanied by what was described as a howling sound. As it got low, the sound stopped and the craft started gliding silently towards the nearby town of Petrozavodosk. It now resembled a jellyfish with many twinkling points of light. Suddenly, a beam came out of the bottom of the jellyfish, shooting straight down. You're thinking Independence Day, right? But a second beam shot out too, slightly dimmer, almost like arms on a jellyfish. Both gradually faded and disappeared. Then hundreds of thin, light rays rained down upon the earth. People observing in awe suddenly begun panicking, throwing themselves to the ground. The beams of light fell to the earth, literally drilling thousands of coin-sized holes in both the ground and in glass windows they struck. Once the jellyfish arrived over the harbour, a smaller, bulb-shaped craft appeared to exit from the jellyfish and literally did a lap of the neighbourhood, flying above the streets before returning to the jellyfish. This whole event lasted about 12 minutes as reported by meteorological station director Yuri Gromov. Yuri, an expert on weather, was sure that this was of extraterrestrial origin. How have we never heard of this? I have a... I was about to say, I know it's from Russia. Yeah, so why. I've been researching a different case that's um, somewhere else that's not a predominantly English-speaking place. Uh, I believe it was China. But yeah, I'd noticed during that one, but there's loads of massive cases. But when the language is so different to ours, like Russian or Chinese, we just don't know about them so well over here. There's got to be pictures of this. Uh, I mean, 1977... There must be pictures of the holes in the ground and through windows afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I've got some more evidence coming up. But um, when I was researching this one, I had to use Google Translate on some Russian sites and it led me to quite a lot of Russian ones we hadn't heard of. So on our list of cases to potentially probe, we've got lots of Russian cases on there now that I've got no idea what they are, but they were just mentioned in like the articles. Nice. So yeah, I... Nice. <laughs> I think that goes some way to explaining it. It's just the language barrier is really hard to overcome. I'm going to say something that I don't think I have said before. You're erect? Or if I have, I've only said it once. I am in. You're going to have to persuade me that this is not aliens. This is aliens. I'm in. In there, jellyfish ships. So that must have been... Probably a scout ship, I would assume. The one that flew around. Although I don't yeah, know why the first one would have shot beams down. Unless they were not stabilisers. Probers? Um, oh, they could have been probing like, you the know, ground. You know in Twister how they send all the little probing balls into the tornadoes? Oh, the yeah. Mm-hmm. So Maybe unless they were probing the to soil. Yeah. That's quite true. And then the one afterwards done a sweep and scans the area where all the little holes um, pinged. Oh, son, this is aliens. The Soviet... Prov- this is God. <laughs> aliens. The Soviet Pravda paper oh, later boldly announced an intensely radiant star which looked like a shining jellyfish stood above Petrosovodosk. I swear I'm saying that different every time. Apologies again. (laughs) 
more than 1,500 letters were sent to the governing authorities asking if the town was safe. Many witnesses said that as the light arrows had shot out, they felt physically sick. Even people in bed asleep woke up unwell. There were hundreds of witnesses, including reliable citizens such as doctors and dock workers. All evidence, including the letters I just mentioned, and witness accounts held by the paper, were seized by the authorities. References to this case became forbidden, and that's why people stopped talking about it. However, what we do know is that windows with the holes in from a factory were analysed and it showed that the holes had been melted into the glass. Stones analysed showed the same thing. So I guess we're dealing with freaking jellyfish with laser beams here. The results were leaked during an academic lecture in 1981. Meanwhile, a couple of doctors from the West have visited at Moscow's request and analysed the glass pieces, showing the same finding. A team of experts was set up to examine this one, yet no conclusion was reached, or at least shared. A guess was suggested of atmospheric phenomenon possibly connected to human technology, such as a rocket launch. It turns out a rocket launch carrying a spy satellite, Cosmos 955, had taken place that day. However, the rocket was travelling in the opposite direction to the jellyfish and had entered the atmosphere before the time the jellyfish came down to Earth. Here's a photo of the jellyfish for you. Hmm. Now... I was in before seeing the photo of the jellyfish. Yeah. Now that I've seen it, I'm out. Well, not fully out. Probably like 75%. So. Why? You could say I'm in, but just a tip. So when I look at this photo, if you look at it, you can see, again, the outline of a craft. And then is that the jellyfish tail trying to mask underneath it? Or is that some sort of beam caught up where it's firing the balls down? Yeah, but it's more a case of where this photo is taken from. Because underneath it, it doesn't look like a town. It just looks like a set of rocks or... Yeah, but it went out to the harbour, remember? Like an island. So it looks as if it's from a film rather than in real life. Okay, it was taken in 1977. Yeah, but by who? There was thousands of witnesses... Yeah, but that picture doesn't... That picture just looks off. Yeah, but remember, 1977, it's not like people had camera phones. I know, I'm... I get it. But it just looks off to me. What about it looks off? Like I said, the bottom... It just... You know when you see a really old film and they have, um, like, an alien ship coming over, like, an island or something? The bottom just looks like an island rather than, like... A harbour or a village or town just looks like an island on its own. What if that's a rock in the middle of a lake? I'm out. (laughs) Here's another sighting. One of these atmospheric jellyfish bastards was witnessed by a Chinese Air Force pilot and no less than 140 ground officials on Monday, October the 19th, 1998 in Qingzhan, China. The official story goes that four military radar stations in Hebei province, China, picked up an unidentified blip above a military flight training school in Changzhou. Chinese Top Gun. They flew inverted. 
inquiries were swiftly made and the military quickly determined that the airspace intruder was not of military or known civilian origin. Base commander Colonel Colonel Lee ordered a Zhangjiao 6 fighter trainer to intercept the UFO or UAP. As I said, 140 people on the ground saw all this and reported that the visitor, shall we call it, looked like a star from the ground, but it grew larger and larger as it descended. It was jellyfish shaped with bright, almost dangling lights, similar to what we saw earlier. The two in the air, the pilot and a radar officer, said that it looked like what they'd seen only in science fiction films. They got within 13,200 feet of the object, that's 4,000 meters, before it abruptly shot straight upwards. It began toying with the pilot. It would reappear right above the jet, then every time the jet went to move closer, it would shoot away at crazy speed. The pilot, obviously pissed off, requested permission to fire, but was denied. The pursuit was ended when the jet ran low on fuel, and then the jellyfish disappeared. The Chinese government and military have been fully open about this event. How refreshing is that? I have a reported photo of the creature, with it zoomed in slightly within the black circle, Mooney. What say you? (laughs) Right. So is that picture taken outside or is it taken on their radar? I believe it was taken outside. Because that just looks like the Mario one-up mushroom. (laughs) It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Just (laughs) enlarged. I cannot believe that that is a UFO. Why not? Because it's the Mario one-up mushroom. (laughs) So, and I'm not going to have... We've got Tic Tacs, freaking mints. I am mints. not going to have me saying it was a U- UFO for you to turn around and go, ah, it's the Mario 1-Up Mushroom. It's not the Mario 1-Up Mushroom, I swear to you. It's the uh, What you got to think is we've got that shape then. on top again, but it could be all that jellyfish shit dangling down. It's just from a really far distance and it's got loads of lights, so it kind of mangles into a stem when actually, if you got up close, it wouldn't look quite like that. That is true. So what year was this? This was 1998. And they couldn't get any better pictures than that? Think about, you'd have been in high school in 1998. Yeah. And the first camera phones that went to the public market came out. Yeah, but we know that they have way better tech earlier than we ever see this tech. They could have had a better picture than that. This was 140 people on the ground. One of them took the photos. Is that one of them taking the photos, or is that a military photo? No. Military. They didn't have time to scramble. I mean, there might be photos from the jet, I don't know, but it's not public. The the event itself is public. Okay. Mario Mushroom. Our atmosphere is massive. Is it really that hard to believe that something might be up there? We're talking a space much bigger than our oceans, of which we also haven't explored. The idea, as I've touched upon, is that these things are low-density creatures native to the clouds or alien crafts with cloaking making them translucent. Or maybe this is a super-advanced alien species that takes on this appearance. If you don't think that's enough, what if I could link this all to another planet too? Have you heard of phosphine? Phosphine, phosphine. It's a gas that occurs naturally from the breakdown of organic matter, and this is the only way that we know of in which phosphine can be made naturally. 
researchers theorised before now that finding phosphine would be a good indicator of the presence of alien life. Mm. And it breaks down in a matter of minutes rather than hours. So to be detected regularly, there must be a continuous supply. Makes sense, right? Makes sense. So, organic matter yeah. broken down. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to let you carry on. <laughs> Go for it. In June 2017, <laughs> and followed up even more clearly in March 2019, phosphine was detected in a temperate zone in the atmosphere of Venus. You may have seen this in the news. Phosphine, a thousand times more concentrated than on Earth, which is still faint, by the way. But how? Venus is the manifestation of what people would consider hell, isn't it? Fiery hell. Similar gravity and composition to Earth, but fiery grave to all life. Or has life found a way? Nature always finds a way. Conditions would be a bit friendlier in the clouds of Venus, as theorised by Carl Sagan in 1967. And you have no idea how long I've been waiting to utilise Carl Sagan in this podcast. The clouds contain water. They receive light. They have organic molecules. That's a breeding ground for skyfish people. Even temperatures are Earth-like there. The team involved assumed the results were a mistake, but upon analysis and re-analysis, the result remains. Phosphine shouldn't be on Venus, but it is. I should add that it is possible a future result will show this is an error, if you're listening to this in 2030, but equally a future test could show that it's accurate, and then we find alien jellyfish fish people on Venus. Anyhow... All you'd need to live on Venus is to be able to float, then. We already have materials literally lighter than air on Earth. For example, graphene aerogel, which is as strong as steel and seven times lighter than air. Humankind have also already determined that parts of the atmosphere on Venus absorb more ultraviolet light than would be expected, which somewhat unlikely at this time, was theorised to be the work of aerial microbes. So, yeah. this whole time, I totally forgot about the skyfish people <laughs> and was just on the jellyfish phenomena. Uh-huh. And now you've brought me back to skyfish people. Mm-hmm. Uh... So imagine Zora I floating am. around in the atmosphere. <laughs> The fat king doing his little waddle that looks completely different to all the other Zoras. Don't know how that's possible. Because he's like a queen bee. He's a king, baby. <laughs> baby. It's a skyfish. Yeah. Skyfish in Venus. We've detected things in the atmosphere that shouldn't be there more than once. Is it so crazy to think that they've made their way to Earth or that we have them in the Earth's atmosphere? Did they get knocked out of their own atmosphere and just kind of float? And then just got pulled into ours? But I doubt that. Nature always finds a way. They are jellyfish ships that have come to spy on us. Like tentacles and tentacruels. So I guess before we get to science, what I'm asking you to consider here, and I don't mind which way you side, 
is whether we are being visited by jellyfish crafts or whether the aliens themselves are some kind of giant 300 foot jellyfish with laser like abilities visiting us. Are they from Venus, migrating into the clouds as Venus became too hot on the surface? Or are they using Venus as a base to watch us? Or is the Venus stuff just a coincidence and these things are here regardless? What if they um, migrate across space and one came off track, got lost, came down to Earth? Just one? Well, more than one. One, uh, what you call them? A school. Like you have a school of fish, don't mm. you? So one school of sky people jellyfish. I've got lost <laughs> on Earth. They were... Do you know what? If life could evolve to survive in space, and I don't know how it would, but if it could, that'd be a pretty good evolution. Skyfish jelly people? Or just sky jellyfish? Sky jellyfish people. They'd have to take the natural route and start at um, Paracetamol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Don't tarnish my serious probe with that. <laughs> I think we need to look to science, because... I'm just at Sky Jellyfish. I want it to be Sky Jellyfish. (laughs) Well, I've just given you the legit evidence. We found things in the atmosphere that should not be there. There's something in the sky. No, there's multiple ways they could have got there. How? It comes from life. That we know of. Might come from a different source on another planet. Life? Choose life. Looking to science, you monster. One theory out there is lens flare. I'll show you a typical lens flare and then that first image again. So just check these. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some... Yeah, I know that's a lens flare. Like the first one I yeah. have, like the sun, and then a direct line of different coloured yeah. flares coming off. And yes, they do look identical to the picture we saw earlier. However, unless someone has copy and pasted that single flare into the picture, it's in front of some very dark clouds and the sun is at a totally different angle. It is, but it's also in line. line. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying it definitely is that. I'm just saying that's one of the arguments out there for those particular type of sky jellyfish. Okay. Damn it. What's interesting is that these ones are easier to work out than the other ones, yet you're not interested in the other ones. (laughs) Okay, with the first photo I showed you, the photographer is looking directly into the sun and the image does look suspiciously like lens flare. Okay, fine. But the weird plastic bag sky cloud one? That is unlike any lens flare I've ever seen. And I've seen at least two at this point. Another excuse is motion blur, but even so, that sky jellyfish That's not moved motion so unusually. Yeah. Yeah, so it, that don't work. NASA's excuse is that these things are space debris reflecting off of the northern lights. NASA also launched 2,478 jellyfish into Earth's orbit on June the 5th, 1991, from their From Undersea to Outer Space experiment. Jellyfish bred, and by the end of it, there were 60,000 jellyfish in space. Slightly off-topic, but also not, NASA have also bred frogs, salamanders, and fish in space. Apparently fish from space swim in loops rather than straight lines. 
NASA is basically abusing animals. Hmm. Yep. We told you not to trust those NASA folk. Back on topic. Phosphine, whilst possibly a sign of life, is also poisonous to anything that breathes oxygen. That doesn't mean that there couldn't be something on Venus, and indeed in our own skies, with some alien body processes we don't yet understand, but it's worth noting. One final thing, in this episode, we have not been referring to space jellyfish, the light phenomenon from rocket launchers whereby the sun's light reflects off of rocket gas from a recently launched rocket that genuinely looks different. So here's an example of that for you, Mr. Moonwalker. Just so you can see, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Looks completely different. Yeah, completely different. You can see it. It pretty much looks like sperm. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) I started chuckling because I just (laughs) realised... Oh, one more thing. Air rods are also sometimes known as cigar-shaped UFOs. Overall, this one has been so much more convincing than you expected in parts. Hasn't it, Mooney? It has. Hasn't it it hasn't has. It? I was in. I was in until we started to see pictures. That video. That video is bonkers. So motion blur. I don't get... Are they talking about the um, lens flare for the motion blur, or are they talking about the cloud? They're kind of talking about all of them, but it doesn't really work for that video. No, it really doesn't. It could potentially work for the um, the same one as the lens flare. Yeah, that's why I asked. But yeah, it doesn't work for the that video. That is possible. Meanwhile, so, we have the Russian one with the stuff raining from the sky and causing dents and whatnot. The Russian, and also you know what Russia was like. Mm-hmm. They started taking the evidence away um, after it was first reported upon. The jellyfish that were sent up by NASA, yeah, yeah. So were they just sent up in a rocket and basically, left yeah, to their... see what happens when they go to space? NASA experimenting on life. But then the rocket must have come back down. It might have been the space Not... station. Uh, so what are we saying? Maybe one or two of those uh, jellyfish just slipped out the back door <laughs> and uh, decided to come back down and rain havoc for being sent off into space against their will? Uh, it's completely off topic, and I know I've mentioned it in another That's a probe, great film. but I don't know if we've covered it yet or whether it's one I've just researched. But there is a case of NASA sending other life forms to space, and they look disgusting. But yeah, um, there was an that. there was an accident. And some of them did slip out into the atmosphere. Oh. But we'll we'll cover that when we cover it. Yes, we will. I'm intrigued now, goddammit. Yeah, it is an interesting one. Hmm. Summarising today's file for the class, I started with Harry Purton's photo in 2015 showing what may or may not have been a lens flare. I moved swiftly on to The Good Stuff, a video that sent Reddit into a frenzy showing some weird translucent plastic bag cloud space alien jellyfish sky person thing. We then looked at the Norway-Denmark photo that was hidden by the military from 1974 until 1979 whilst they investigated. Then we covered an absolutely bonkers report from Russia in 1977 about a jellyfish that shot loads of light out which physically drilled through or melted what it came into contact with in perfect circles. We then looked at a Chinese Top Gun sighting where the craft, or jellyfish, teased the pilot who got annoyed and wanted to shoot at the jellyfish. We made the point about how we haven't even explored our own atmosphere yet, before confirming that phosphine, a signature of life, has been found on Venus. 
We theorised about Venus jellyfish either living there or maybe using Venus as a base to monitor us. We looked to science. Some of this could be explained by lens flare and motion blur, but not all. Meanwhile, rocket fuel from launches doesn't seem to give enough to explain all that we have seen here. Oh, and NASA are cruel bastards who launch animals into space. Have you taken that all in? Okay, so I feel that everything we have seen so far can be explained by science, um, except that video. And it's that one goddamn video that would have kept me in. But I just don't know. I'm not saying Sky Jellyfish, but that video is just weird and I want to know what it is. I see, for me, it's that one. And it's also the Russian one. Yeah. Uh, but then, could it just be Russia playing around? What, testing with... like, military tech and making their yeah. people ill? And then... Um, then why haven't we seen that tech messing used? With... Maybe it didn't work the way they wanted it to work. Or maybe they um, developed it further than they initially thought. Or maybe it was just all bullshit to try and trick the rest of the world into thinking something had happened. Mm. But the pictures from that one just don't grab me. I think they're just from a film or something. The sky clouds that we saw after you've gone into science, I believe it's quite possible it is one of those explanations but that fucking video I'm do we need to separate this one out into different parts because no I don't believe that this is aliens I don't believe this is sky jellyfish aliens so that's a no but I still cannot explain what that video was and would still like to know so it's not aliens but that video is weird and I still want to fucking know what it is. What do you think it is? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it's not aliens. Oh, to be fair, that's, that is the exact name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to see it again and then study it before I say it. So it's just so weird. Do you want to watch it again while I do my bit? Yeah. Okay, now bear with me here as Moonwalker goes to watch. I'm not saying that it was aliens, but if you do a Google search of skyfish or sky jellyfish, it is almost unbelievable how many photos and videos come up. Honestly, I stuck that in on an absolute whim, not expecting anything, and I've come across about eight different atmospheric galactic cryptids we could probably do whole episodes on. It's bonkers how much is out there, but the problem when there's so many different cases or bits of evidence to look at is that there is inevitably going to be different explanations for different pieces, which makes it hard to come to an overall conclusion. I personally think that the wormhole ones are different to the more typical jellyfish looking ones, but those jellyfish, some of those accounts are so damn convincing. The Venus stuff too. To say that it's aliens goes against my sceptical butt, but there are just so many of these sightings that line up together, it pains my soul. But I think parts of this one open up a real, genuine debate. 
See, this was my fear in starting this podcast. I've started talking myself into every case. Next thing you know, the moon will be flat, the earth will be hollow, and aliens built the pyramids. My nose is bleeding. Yeah, I think, basically, these things are different things. But like I said, that video and that Russian thing, I'm not classifying with the rest of the stuff. The rest of the stuff I'm saying isn't aliens. Watching that video again, I'm trying to see if it's a bag. (laughs) And it very much looks like it's a bag until one point. And then I'm just lost and I have no idea what the fuck it is. (laughs) It's mental, isn't it? Uh, You've definitely got to put that link. Yeah, I will do. In the description, like in the notes, because that's insane. And you've got to watch it. It's yeah. So when I say this one is not aliens, I am excluding the Russian bit and the video because I think that's something different and I don't know what the hell they are. I'm saying it's not aliens. I still don't think that video is aliens, but I don't know what it is. I still want to know. Yeah, yeah so the, the Russian thing. You've made a good point about the military aliens. and that wouldn't surprise me considering we know that America have done similar things on their own people as well. Well, not that you should do it on anyone, not just your own people, but it's not beyond the realms Mm -hmm. of what we know. But yeah, that video, I don't know any sort of tech that can do that. Nope. Crazy. Tough one. But that's today's show. Cooked up and ready to serve. Thank you so much for listening to... We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. If you'd like to see a little more of us, we are on the Twitter. On the Twitter! At But It Was Aliens and on Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. Granville tends to handle the Insta and I tend to handle the Twitter. Meanwhile, we also rock out with our probes out over at patreon.com forward slash but it was aliens, where we release monthly paranormal investigations. Not aliens. We graduated from the MIB Academy and are applying those skills to other shit. Witches, demons, pretty much anything you can suggest. And if you want to suggest something, by all means, drop us a DM and let us know. That's all from us this week, so until next time, do hummingbirds hum because they don't know the words? The truth is up there. Hash tag. Probe!